everybody. Welcome to the br- Tag and Brando, I guess. I was almost going to say Brando and Tag. It doesn't really hey, matter. you trying to put yourself <laughs> in top billing, huh? <laughs> doesn't, doesn't matter that much. Uh, but we matter. are, um, yeah, because we're just uh, good buddies that love to just uh, hang out and talk to each other and, you know, just pick each other's brains, really. Um, yeah. Yeah, we we do that um, in a couple of segments here that you'll be following along with us. Uh, if this is your first time joining, we're going to give you the question of the day. And I was thinking we might, yeah, since we don't do this on the, on the daily, we might, we might rephrase that, um, come up with some suggestions on what that might change to. Uh, but anyway, then we, we want to get some triggered memories, something to dig deep in the recesses of the hippocampus and flush out some of those jewels that, that you have been hiding away. And, um, also we want to just get to know each other. What's going on now? What's the new, um, I'm going to give you a little precursor. My new this week is, is again, not very new, but is definitely new to me, which, you know, Nice. Is what what it's all about. So, uh, so Taggart, what's uh, what's happening for you today? I mean, let's let's just get some. You know, uh, how's it going? Me? Some how's it going? Well, some how's, how's it, it going? Well, how's it going J- with you? Let's let's just get some. You know, yeah. um, some fatics um, out there. You know, <laughs> just those those phrases that hey, people say it's out of that politeness. Guy. What's up? Yeah. Yeah, just, you know, don't convey really a lot of information. Just, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. All right, let's nice. get into it. I haven't yeah. seen you in forever. How long has it been? Oh, yeah. Uh, too long. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie you then, never. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. All right, let's get into the question of the let's day. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so um, this question of the day kind of comes from uh i'm trying to think of really a good segue into it but essentially we are giving you a superpower for this question uh yes please yes so this superpower is commonly known as teleportation Ooh, heard of it where you are um moving instantaneously from one area to another uh and we're not going to get into the weeds about you know do you have to have seen it before or you know what happens if you loop yourself out in space because you're not really accounting for the curvature you know the spin of the earth you know the coriolis effect doesn't really come into play too much here but (laughs) what limitations i am going to put on you yes is as you teleport myself uh uh-huh Yes, it is just yourself. It is your personal organic matter. Okay. Um, you know, not to get too personal, but is just what you, you, is your body. And so you are going without clothes, without instruments, without um, a- added things. So you are going Terminator style. <laughs> going in in the birthday suit. Yep. 
Okay. Um, but uh, you know, I was. It took me a while to see this, probably because I saw Terminator as like a little kid and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I saw it as uh, you know, <laughs> a- after I was seventeen, when you know I'm An allowed old man. to. Right. Um, and everything, even though it came out, you know, the year I was born. Anyway, uh, there's that that sphere, right? And it plays out in like Terminator Three a lot more. How like the sphere that they get um, transported in eats away at you know wherever they land right so arnold when he stands up he's in this like little like you know semicircle, right. and then the the semi truck behind him has like you know parts of the sphere cut out and all that kind of stuff so right okay so it kind of stems from that so the second thing is you know so you're naked but the physical space the volume that you are transported to yes the matter that was in that space is then switches places with you okay so as you appear whatever was there disappears and appears where you were so basically if you are standing at one side of the room and you go to the other side of the room the air from that new space is replaced so it doesn't really matter the matter transfer doesn't really affect much, but right. imagine if you will, you transfer like into the bottom of a pool, then for a split second, there is a water version of you wearing your clothes that then whoosh, <laughs> nice. like just, you know, gravity takes over. So okay. question is, what are you doing with this power? Okay. Well, first off, I got a great idea. I think everybody who's ever, uh, done this real thing is going to be like, yeah, this is the way to do it. Done it for real? This is the <laughs> no, no. Done oh. what I'm about to do for real. Oh, okay. So my idea here has a lot to do with Christmas time. Um, I this is what I would do. I would uh, I would stand in my living room in an open corner. Uh huh. And then I would transport myself to the to the middle of a a beautiful uh evergreen tree uh that is roughly the size of myself uh okay (laughs) thus Uh swapping places with said tree Uh uh-huh uh, I understand I can't take my clothes or anything with me, so I would just take that off automatically because I just definitely don't need a tree showing up in my clothes. Um, <laughs> that would actually be kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, I probably just, couldn't wear those yeah. clothes ever. You could, you could just wrap yourself in tinsel, right? Oh, that's a decent thought. That's a decent <laughs> thought. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I would try to, uh, to zap myself in. And replace myself with a uh, with a decent Christmas tree, in the, and then it would just show up in the spot uh, mm-hmm. in my house where I want it to be. Someone would have to be there to kind of catch it and then put it in the stand or whatever. Right. But the thing is that you wouldn't actually have to cut the tree down because if I did it perfectly, where my feet ended up. Standing, standing in the spot, in yeah. the spot where it is, the molecules would just s- sever where the tree is, uh-huh. and it would just send it over to my house. So I could, uh, you know, one get a free Christmas tree. What? 
and but it's in, but it's in the shape of uh, the shape of you, so you'd have to like. Yeah, but yeah. I could get a. Li- I could go with a small tree that would right. go up to my, you know, whatever. Right. Um, you know, it might take a couple of tries to get it right, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I would attempt it at least. I think that would be a great idea. The, I think that would be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So somebody obviously would have to be there. Because uh, it's December, so someone have to be in the spot where I would take the tree because they need to wrap mm-hmm. me in some kind of uh, animal skin as soon as I get there because it's gonna be freezing. And well, uh, I mean, you could just tra- teleport right back to your ba- uh, to your bathroom or to your bedroom. I suppose so. I guess I guess if I can find a clear spot and just uh, trade air for for me, then yeah, that would make sense. Just zap mm-hmm. on back. Um, Maybe I would just uh, already run a hot shower, so I just zap on back into the shower. Some droplets Ooh. would then be where I used to be in the snow to water the stump for a second, but that's fine. And then yeah. I could just uh, you know get warmed up in the shower. Yeah, right you're just, afterwards. You know, you're just watering that that tree stump and branches that you left behind. Hey, and, and you know what? The people would come over and they would be like, "You're that guy that always has that Christmas tree in the shape of a man. How do you do that?" And I'm like, See, you know, it's it's a family secret. <laughs> I couldn't tell you, but you're, you're, you know, um, I'm glad that you enjoy it. The art, you would have, you know, the art that we make with our Christmas trees. You'd have like, you know, bushes outside your house, just like in different shapes and positions of right. you. <laughs> just like, hey, ho, ha. Like, so that's yeah. that's kind of what I thought. Like, y- you think about it. Um, with the with the swap and it actually does add like an extra wrinkle because normally yeah. when people are like oh yeah if i could teleport i'd like go into like bank vaults and i'd like you know wander around like the white house or do whatever just like bam, in and out in and out right but Which you could still do yeah you could still do that this but, is nice if you want to move stuff if, if you want to yeah. like uh, the whole thing about the swimming pool and taking water. What if you needed water for something real bad, right? Yeah. And you're like, okay, I'm going to trans teleport from my bathtub, plug that thing up, mm-hmm. teleport over, grab some water, teleport right back. And now I got, you know, a tub full of water real quick to do whatever mm-hmm. I need to do with that water. And, yeah. uh, you know, might also be a good way of fishing. Teleport yourself into water. <laughs> hopefully you'll Snag get some. Hopefully you get a fish, fish instead of a half a fish. You never know, right? <laughs> right. Like I caught a fish this big, the size of my body, in the yeah. sh- in the shape of my body. In the shape of my body. Um, no, for sure, because I think it would be interesting if if you could do it super fast. Like if you trained yourself right to like um, be able to go like in and out, you know. Oh, like, sure. You know, like, so you're not standing there in the cold in the middle of a forest or you're not sitting at the bottom of a pool for very long. You know, you're just like, you have your, your two places. So you're like, okay, I'm in the pool and then immediately I'm like out of the pool in my bedroom or whatever. Right. right? It's just like boop, boop, boop. Right. right. Then you could just like totally. You could do it without jokes. even get wet, without even getting wet if you would fast yeah. enough. You could do, you could totally play jokes on people where you could teleport like behind somebody and then 
instantly teleport into water and then instantly teleport somewhere else out of water. And so you're there, then you're replaced with water. So somebody would see a person for a split second that then turned into a thing of water in the shape of a human, hung there for a millisecond, and then boosh. <laughs> what the freak was that? And no one would believe them. No, they would not. That would be awesome. Or um, you can make an ice sculpture of yourself. True. Um, or what if what if you did it in like in like marble or like granite? Ooh, yeah, that would be cool. Just like a big hole, Chandler-sized hole in a piece of granite. <laughs> there would be a Chandler-sized hole in that wall. <laughs> what if yes. uh, what if you were really good and you cut somebody's hair doing that? Are we just going through different parts of uh, Edward Scissorhands here? No, I'm not like, thinking of Edward Scissorhands at all. We got the we got the but, bushes, we got the hair, we got the ice culture. But you're just thinking if, if, if their hair is long enough, they have enough uh-huh. volume where you can teleport uh, precisely where you could get your hand, you know, where you put your hand basically in their hair where it would be mm-hmm. and then whoosh, whoosh, slice it off or something. Flat Top City, boom, whoosh, um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, be interesting. Yeah. Be interesting. I mean, like, yeah, how you did could you definitely... get that ha- hand cut into your hair? Yeah. I mean, the 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 biggest limitation is the fact that it's um it's your whole it's your whole body. So right. like, yeah, if you wanted to like um you know break into like a bank vault or something like that, then like yeah, you're in the bank vault. You'd have to stack the money in like a shape of you, like teleport from next to it or like teleport back into your house, back into the money stack and back out. But then all the money like that's not shaped like you is like ripped in half. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Sure. And so, um, yeah, you kind of got to like, you know, if you're cutting somebody's hair, it's like, yeah, I can do it, but. Yeah, you uh, just had to teleport. Well, you're behind them mostly, but you're like yeah. sticking your hand out and you're yeah. cutting like, it like Don't that, right? move a muscle. Don't move because choo, 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 choo. Uh, you could be dead. Um, yeah. Yeah, but like robbing a bank, the easier thing would be, if nobody's around, is that you mm-hmm. teleport yourself into the wall enough times where there's a, uh, you know, a hole of, uh-huh. of you. Right hallway going through the wall into the vault, and you park behind it, and then just shuffle the money out the 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 whole sized you, right through the wall. Yeah, and then you don't have to worry about cutting money. Cutting money. Cutting money. Um, I think like, yeah, if you had like a series of like art exhibits where people just thought you were a master sculptor, because like, if you think about it, like if if we're saying that it's like you know, as fine point as like your hair, right? Sure. So like they have all the hair would, holes and like you'd have like well no, I'm saying like like the skin texture you, would, you could see in You would have both. So like you would have a hole right like so if you got like a block of granite like from a quarry, you would have a, you know a, quarry? a taggart a, a quarry. A quarry? Quarry. Excuse me. Quarry. 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 Um, yes, you would have you would have the negative, but right. you'd also have the positive. Oh, right, true. So true. you would have 
so like if you if you didn't want the negative like if you just like went into the middle of a mountain and then came back out right like if, right. if you could do that a split second and everything then you would have a perfect sculpture of your well this is art so it'd be your nude self <laughs> um, a perfect yeah. sculpture of your nude self down to like your eyelashes right and like the texture so, of your skin like your skin platelets and all of that. yeah exactly like it would have your like fingerprints oh and stuff no. and like you could just put that like you could just like make this art institution or art installation and be super mysterious like you know where people like don't like you know you don't actually show yourself so people don't you know realize that it's you that's doing that it, right you know you look exactly the same well the cool this. thing is you could do some um poses like you could roll yourself up in a ball and then like teleport yourself in a naked ball if you don't a naked ball if you don't want yeah. a you know a full right. fledged sculpture of all of your naked body um mm -hmm. but you could do a couple of things like that and and uh yeah exactly and That'd so cool. but it and somebody would go to like touch it and they'd be like and it, like the your arm hair you know granite would like break off because it's so thin oh my gosh right. and you're just like you ruined it like, you yeah. owe me millions some of new dollars. Hair. Yeah, exactly. Granite hair. Some granite hair, please. Yeah. And uh I mean you could do that with um I thought about it like what if you did it like you had like a you made like a like a brick cube. Uh-huh. You know, that's like divided in the middle, right? It's like that's not masoned in the middle. And then you did your Ooh, your ball you did, like portions of yourself yeah you did like your ball cool. in the middle and then you know then you pulled the uh two halves apart and then just put the ball like in the middle so it's like you got the negative on either side the, and then like the thing in the middle people would you you would blow people's minds They'd just like, stuff like that. yeah yeah be awesome yeah or like you said you could do a uh um you could do like the hallway thing where you just have like a hallway that's perfectly sized just for you. you right. Know? <laughs> just like. <laughs> what would be kind of cool is if you did, say you did a, a big slab of um, whatever. Cement. C cement. Cement's easy. Cement's easy. Yeah, but what, anything, like a big slab of something and, mm -hmm. then, uh, and then you teleport in at different intervals uh -huh. walking. Yeah. Right. So it's like, like the you movement. You have to walk that path. Well, yeah. but it's like a movement of it, but you're not going all the way through. It's almost like one of those. Uh, what are those things called? Those paper, the circular paper paper things. That they spin around. And you look through it, and it looks like they're running. Kaleidoscope. It's not a kaleidoscope. Um, kaleidoscopes so, are the colorful, shapey, shifty things. Okay, then I don't know what you're talking because <laughs> I know what a kaleidoscope is. <laughs> They're made of cardboard. No, they're it's it's like an old. It's like a Nickelodeon, but it's an older version of that, where it's like uh -huh. still pictures on a circular hoop. Oh, 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 and you oh! Look the through thing, the slats. like in Tarzan when he like, yeah, 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 yeah. when they like uh, the cartoon. I should know of what that's called, but I can't think of it. Um, but it would be uh, kind of like that, where you take yeah. different pictures of down this slab of mm -hmm. you, but you could do it the same kind of cut in half thing, where you could. 
where you could uh, where the two slabs uh, come together and then you go right down the middle of it so you then separate them and put it as a peripheral thing um, but then it's still 3d and you could see like walking down this thing at different intervals that would be cool mm-hmm. if that makes any sense if anyone could even follow me on what I'm talking about yeah well I know exactly what you're talking about the yeah where it's just the the different slits and you put a, a light source in the middle and then you spin it and it right but this like wouldn't moving. actually be yeah. that it's just like different stills uh, uh, at inter- at intervals in the actual rock as a silhouette of you because you popped in mm-hmm. you know every five feet or something in a right. different walking position where then it looks like you're actually I mean it's mm-hmm. like the actual movement of walking but it wouldn't be moving so you wouldn't like actually see your you know what I mean yeah, uh, I, I, I seem to have explained that very overcomplicatedly. Um, no, no, no. I, I totally get what you're saying. Okay. Like, yeah, you basically, I mean, anything that like it would depict, it would be stationary. Right. You would do a series, so it would depict movement. I mean, you could even do like different sculptures of yourself, like right. in different positions in a cascade, and then they'd be, you know, like. A permanent art installation because they'd be too delicate to move right kind of a thing so what would be cool is if you could teleport so fast like say if you were good enough where you could run and like do a f- like a like a an over end or something where your feet go over your head it, uh-huh. and then you just teleport in and out um fast enough but then slow enough where it, it's like four different movements of you going mm-hmm. around in the arch of your over end or whatever it is, that yeah. would be real cool. That would be crazy. Yeah. We are artists now. How, how do we get this power? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we could figure it out, right? It can't be that hard. Can't be that hard. We could, we could probably get this. Yeah. We'll fabricate this somehow. Exactly. That's, um, that's how we make our millions. <laughs> well, yeah, one of us gets the power and the other person's the art broker. And, and yeah. we rob a bank. And we, yeah, and everything. Oh, man. It would just be so cool. I mean, yeah, like, you could do, like, a lava sculpture of yourself. What? I don't know. If you were fast enough, you just, like, <laughs> just like, I better be fast enough or I'm dead. Yeah. Zip, zoop. Zip, zoop. Uh, but, and, but then it would just fall. Well, the lava would just blob and, you know, ruin the floor. And be terrible. Yeah. But, yeah. But you could potentially, I mean, you could do some good. You could do something like you could clean up Chernobyl, right? Well, well that would be actually a cool thing to do for pitchers. Like, you have a place where you can just dump some lava and you have somebody <laughs> on the other end. Oh, yeah, yeah. You take in like dump. a thousand stills, right? Yeah. And then when you trans, you uh, teleport out, they can get a picture of the lava you. A glowing. Well, you could lava get one that, blob. like, as you're leaving, where it looks mm-hmm. like you're just kind of glowing, but also when the lava just comes before it actually falls down, it'd be a lava person, and that would look real cool. And they'd be like, "Who doctored this? That's crazy!" And you're like, "It's mm-hmm. real, son." Um, I don't know how you'd prove that, but anyways, that would be cool. Well, that's the point. Is you don't have to prove it. I know. Like, who cares? Like, then people have, um. 
people know you have your, your secret and stuff like that. You would That's want right. it to be like, oh, this is Photoshop, this is fake. Because then it's like, <laughs> yeah, making the money. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an interesting Kin- thought. It's a kinetoscope. I was close. Kinetoscope. Yeah. I was close. You said kaleidoscope. Oh, my gosh. Real different. Real different. I think it's kinetoscope. I don't know. <laughs> it's like one of the precursors to cameras. Yeah. Yes. Or, or moving pictures. Yes. Video. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, you could do something um, where you clean up Chernobyl, or you like get in and out of places really quickly. Yeah. I mean, if you're quick enough where you're not affected by the environment that you go into, then yeah, you could just mm-hmm. zoop zoop, and you could get all the you know teleport mm-hmm. in, teleport out to space, teleport back to a clean area, teleport in, and teleport then out, in. you know what I mean. You go, mm-hmm. you go into the into the into the radiation. You teleport mm-hmm. out to tra- transport the radiation out of the air. You tra- you go to space, so it ends up in space, and then you teleport back mm-hmm. home. So then there's space in Chernobyl. Ooh, that wouldn't vacuum. work. That might not work. It's <laughs> just a vacuum. It'll fill with you know. It'll stuff. fill up pretty quick, right? That's yeah. okay. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, there's some kinks. We got to work it out, but we'll figure it out. Oh, wait. I'm, I'm looking at this. I think I misspoke. It is the, the thing you were thinking of is called a zopraxiscope. A, a zopraxiscope? Zopraxiscope. Zopraxiscope. It's, 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 it's the circle thing. Uh, yeah. That's, that's what it's called. The horse, the horse running thing. Yep. The horse running thing. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Yes. Anyway, so that's the question of the day. Cool. What would you do with this? This not necessarily new, but the new twist on on a classic power on teleportation. And you know, uh, you're gonna get real, real used to yourself in the buff. That's well. That's true. You're yeah. like, ooh, if, you could do a granite sculpture of yourself wearing clothes. And they'd be like, how did he get the clothes on there? Like, like they'd have to be, like, sewn on because the position. Like, you could have your arms in, like, a circle, you know? like Oh, because you just teleport out of your clothes and then there's a rock you in clothes. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. That's crazy. That's nice. Mm -hmm. That's nice. It's interesting that this went to art more than anything. (laughs) Yeah. But that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, cleaning up Chernobyl, robbing a couple banks, you know, yeah. it's all it's yeah. all something in there. But, you know, you want to make a statement. You want to make a statement. <laughs> you want people to know your name in the art circles. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Cool. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, what's your what's your triggered memory? Well, speaking of circles Ooh. that go round and round. The triggered memory, memory, memory for today is what is the last song that went round and round in your head? That was that a song that was stuck in your head. Uh, and maybe what are some um, 
some other songs that are like, uh, uh, what's the word I want? Um, serial song stucker in header songs. You know what I mean? Songs that often. Did you often, write that down? Yes, did you I, work that out. I did. Hyphened it all out. Um, <laughs> okay, good. Songs that that get in your the you know specific songs that just seem to get stuck in your head more often than other ones. Like there's some that do that. So, what do you what do you got? Um. Yeah. So, I'm the, the when you when I first think about like songs that get stuck in your head, I'm kind of thinking like songs that you you feel like you really need to get to the end like when you first right. hear it you know you're like oh man i gotta sing this like i gotta sing the rest of this and stuff and so um one of the ones that um gets stuck in my head all the time is uh darkwing duck <laughs> for whatever reason it, really? it's been it's been really recently just like I'll just be sitting there and just be thinking to myself. Out of smoke and he appears, master of surprise, looks into the shadows, a shadowy disguise. Like, and that's not even the words, but like, <laughs> and that's the worst part is you're like you kind of know the words mostly, right? You're just like, <laughs> and then I always just be like, when you're in trouble, you call DW, duck, wink, duck, like. That's that's a pretty prominent one for me. Nice. <laughs> Recently. Nice. Uh yeah. Um and so um aside from that, I'd have to say uh a lot of C- Celine Dion songs really? get stuck. Yeah. Um they're kind of a, a background sometimes when I'm like at work and stuff, they're like on just a, a like I'm not thinking about it or whatever kind of playlist. Yeah. You know, something you're not paying attention to or something like that. But they like, they just, they got a good, good mood to them. So like, you'll just kind of, I'll just kind of be sitting there and even whenever they're not playing, I'll be like kind of playing them back in my head. Just like, you know, um, like ashes from Deadpool two. It's a really good one. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, what do you, what do you, what's, what's, what's rattling around in, in your head? Uh, well, this is hard one for me. There's just so many, but like recently, it's stuff that been my kids been watching over and over again. So, or mm-hmm. listen, or listening to. So, um, the latest one that got stuck in my head a ton was, uh, <laughs> was this song from this like kid performer named Lori Berkner. Uh, called uh the song's called "Pig on Her Head." That's what the song is uh-huh. called, and it uh and it's about how Lori has a pig on her head. Okay. Lori has a pig on her head. Yes, Lori has a pig on her head, and she keeps it there all day. And it's just about people having animals on their heads. It's the weirdest. It's a weird song, <laughs> and it's very simple. You know, kid kid tune Lori's got a pig on her head Lori's got a pig on her head Lori's got a pig on her head and she keeps it there all day that's the song and it just you go through different people with different animals on their heads Uh that's the whole song and you know it's short and it's 
catchy and one day i was like why <laughs> leave me alone pig brother's got a dog on his head i don't care um but uh, but that was a recent one my son has also been watching a goofy movie a lot so um yes i do know this because i get marco polos quite often <laughs> that are just no no music in the background just him just sitting in his car seat just going at it yeah man he'll just go through stand out like nobody's business um mm-hmm. and so that one pretty recently has been stuck in my head a lot too and i don't care i'll jam out to that if it's stuck in my head that's the nice thing about those tunes they're so good Get stuck in my head, and I'm just like, I'm singing this all the way through, and then it's going to be out, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to sing it out loud, like Powerline. Powerline. We're doing this now. So anyways, mm-hmm. that's recently. But I, I know the phenomenon you're talking about where it's like you hear something, um, but subconsciously. And then you start singing that song, and then it's like stuck in your head. Mm-hmm. This happened very recently, and I wish I could remember the song. I don't remember what the song was, but my wife uh, sang a line of something, but I didn't. I didn't really hear. Her. I wasn't really listening. I wasn't paying attention. Right. Um, but then, like two minutes later, I was like, "Why is this song stuck in my head?" And I'm like. And I asked, I was like, you just sang this, didn't you? And she was like, yeah. And I'm like, it's stuck in my head. So, anyways. Um, yeah. It's it's interesting that you, you mentioned, like, you know, your kids playing that over and over and over again, right? Uh-huh. Um, there's, I was, I was listening to something today, um, and I am trying to figure out, and I can't remember the band, but um, there's a guy that won uh, a contest for a popular band, and he okay. owned, like they gave him the rights to one of their songs, right? That they hadn't what? released. Okay. And so they're like, "Yeah, like win this contest and you know get the rights to this song." And I wish I could remember the band, and I just, um, I just don't remember it and so um everybody thought oh well he's gonna release this and you know we're gonna get it um and they, he never did <laughs> he never released it widespread to anybody um and so it was um if you want to listen to it you go to his house in brooklyn um and you, uh, you know, knock on the door, say you want to listen to it, and you go in and you sit in the, a chair and put headphones on, what? and you get one listen, and then his like girlfriend or wife or whatever gives you like a thing of cookies and sends you on your way. That's crazy. Yeah. So he had the rest and, of the song, but he never like released it widely uh-huh he could have made a lot of money yes interesting well i mean like 
even if he didn't make a lot of money, he like put it out there for the fans or something, right? Well, um, sure, but you know, mm-hmm. you and think so with the publicity of you winning this song, you saying this is this guy's song. Here it is. They recorded mm-hmm. it. They gave it to me. I'm releasing it. It's theirs. But you know, like I think mm-hmm. people would buy it, just whatever, and give that guy money. I don't know. That's crazy. Right. I mean, like, yeah, he would get maybe the proceeds from it or something, but like, yeah, he never released it. And so people, um, you know, maybe just go out and the, the point that they, um, they make is that he is kind of bringing back this, like a, a little bit of this idea of like the traveling, you know, bard. You know where you, you right. heard a song. You 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 were at the you were at the little concert that he had. You heard the song once, and that was it. And you're like, oh, and you know, try okay. to remember it the best you can, and what the right. story was, or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. So I mean, like, I'm not saying that that's justifiable and right or whatever. But it is just a very interesting thing that we can listen to something over and 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 over again, and then it gets stuck in our head and stuff like that. And then you know, oh well, guess what? We never, I never got to hear that song again. Like, it's so weird. That's weird. So, I think that happens to us, like with movies or like TV shows from when we were a kid, because you were like. Oh, what was that one show? You remember it was with that guy, like the kid, like I mean, he there was like a spaceship, and like you try to describe it, and people were like, "I have no idea." What yeah, I don't know. Like, oh, right. I saw it once. <laughs> yeah, it was my favorite. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it interesting because uh, it's a, it's an interesting phenomenon, just regardless that your subconscious mm-hmm. would like just run over this song over and over and over again. It's also kind of a weird phenomenon. Like why, why we do that? But I don't know the answer to it. I didn't do any research, but, uh, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it happens to me all the time. There's almost always something up there. Um, Going through my head, you know, every day or something. So there you go. No, that's that's perfect yeah i mean i think there's there's a lot of those songs that just kind of pop in and out and you know hopefully you you like music and so you're like oh yeah (laughs) and you're not like oh i hate this song this is my least favorite song yeah and then sometimes you're just like oh man but yeah the best is when you don't know the lyrics so you're like (laughs) sing the one part over and over again night Tonight is tonight. <laughs> night is the night. <laughs> yeah. Right. Nice. Um, yeah. So. Well, cool. And that was the other thing is yeah. Back in the day when you didn't have the lyrics to songs available right. to you either. You just made it up and and uh, or or you know you sang what you thought it said so this so this is also interesting because my son is really good at picking up songs mm-hmm. but some 
of the the words just go so fast that he doesn't know what it's saying, and he'll he'll still sing it, but he just adds some sounds in there, right? And you're like, buddy, it's these words, and he's like, eh, nope, it's stand out. Mm-hmm. He's really good at like the like I. That's why I like the recorded versions of stuff because then you can get like the little nuances and like kind of actually do like almost like the accent of the singers sometimes right. you know and get those little things where if you listen to the live version you're like ah like no that was like you know you you don't like you came in a little early or you you did it like this or whatever and you're just like and you know i don't know it's just not the exact same and you're like ugh like well, I was singing along and it was not <laughs> not well, how what, I remember it but that's the thing man live shows got to be different cuz mm-hmm. you want to some degree you still want that bard experience where you go in and you get something that only the people that are there are going to get even though it's a mm-hmm. song that everybody knows blah 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 they're going to change a couple things up um for one, to keep it interesting for the musicians who have played that song a thousand times, and then you know, to uh, to make it a little unique show as best they can for those people. So that's my take on that, though. That's my four cents on that. Yeah, well, um, I think that's I think that's very true. I, that's why I don't. But that's also why I don't buy the live versions of albums. Because... And that's and that's fair for you. You do what you do. You well. Be, well, because it's just like, well, if you weren't there, then that's just, right, yeah. right. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so song nice. All right, man. What do you got? What is what? What? What are we new and what's the new for you? The new for me today is something old. Also, that's Good. not that's not old, but I just. Was having a, a uh, I was having a guitar lesson with a student earlier today, and for whatever reason, while I was playing her a video or something of a song, uh, my feed popped up with a little little song by some a guy named Bobby McFerrin. Yeah, and uh, I was like, "Oh, dude, I gotta listen to some Bobby." Bobby will get stuck in your head for sure, dude. Yes. So, anyways, um, I have made it something of a mission of mine as a pretend singer who who's decent to tell people about Bobby McFerrin. Uh, obviously, a lot of people know of Bobby because of the song "Don't Worry, Be Happy." Mm-hmm. But not a lot of people know his story or what he's about or what the man can do. He's crazy. He's a crazy singer. Yeah, he's. I mean, singer music. Like, I mean, just making sounds from different parts of his body. You know, right? His whole body was an instrument. That's absolutely so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, so to give you guys a little background. Bobby McFerrin is a singer, uh, prominence in the '80s, but it's been around, um, you know, after, of course, and whatever. Um, only commercial success, I guess, on the popular radio would have been 
Don't Worry, Be Happy, which is actually kind of a joke song. Um, the accent that he does in that song is not his accent. He uh, was just like talking weirdly at the studio that day, having a good time. You know how people do. <laughs> Don't worry, be happy. You start like, talking yeah. the weird accent, mom. And uh, yeah. so he's like pretending to be Jamaican, which he's not. And uh, or whatever that accent happens to be. Sorry, Jamaicans, right. if that's not Jamaican. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so he's just playing around with it. And the man wrote the song that day, recorded it. Um, if you've never really realized it before, that song is all vocals. There's no instruments on that track. Mm -hmm. Everything is him singing the different parts. The man has, um, a very large vocal range, very big. He can sing real low. He can sing real high, like a lady, Mm -hmm. like real high, um, like real high. But uh, anyways, but his story is interesting. So he was a pianist, uh, started out his music career as a pianist. And, uh, and he was actually working as an accompanist, accompanist, accompanist. Blech. He was accompanying um, yeah. on the piano at the University of Utah, of all places. He had a job oh, there. Okay. And he was one day walking home from his job. And it was just, he said, it was just kind of an epiphany situation where he was like, you know what? I'm not a pianist. I am a singer. And then he said, mm-hmm. uh, he said he basically, that day he went to like the local, um, like hotel or whatever, and got a gig for the next weekend of him to, just of sing like singing. He said I knew two songs at that point, so he had like a week to like learn repertoire to sing at this gig that he booked himself that day. So he was just like from then on, he was just like, okay, I'm gonna be a singer, and like, uh, yeah, it's crazy, okay. kind of crazy. Like, He's just like, okay, this is it. I can play the piano, nah, but I can sing. Check this out. And I don't have the range to even pretend no, to, no. to do anything <laughs> close to that, so we'll just kind of move on. So a lot of his early albums are him singing with um, with instrumentalists. Well, a lot of his early albums are, are jazz-ish albums. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you would classify as a jazz album. Him as a singer with, you know, um, piano and bass and, and like drums or, 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 you know, maybe some horns and things like this. You know, standard jazz fare. Um, and then once he got into the 80s, he, he did this album that, um, that Don't Worry Be Happy is on, which... Every track on that album is just him. He does all the different parts. So he sings all the mm-hmm. different tracks. Um, and uh, that's called Simple Pleasures, I believe. Great album. Um, so he wanted, after that album, to kind of go out and... Uh, oh, I might be mixing this up a little bit. That might be after this. Anyways, 
I think I am wrong. Earlier, so wait, were you just you were educating this all to one of your students, or this just came up? No, it just students? came up because a video of his came up on my YouTube feed or whatever. Okay, you're just like, and I was you're like, like, listen, listen, I'm gonna teach you a real lesson. <laughs> I was like, I want to talk about Bobby. Anyways, mm -hmm. so so yeah, um, and so. I, I guess it was before, I'm, the timeline's a little fuzzy in my mind right now, but uh, somewhere in there, he decides to stop. Like he wanted to do a, a tour where he just sang songs by himself, mm -hmm. just him, no other instruments. Um, and he, so the, that's an album call. And so the live performances, some of the live performances that he did on that tour became the album, The Voice, I believe. Mm -hmm. And it's just him. Sometimes he hits his chest to give like mm -hmm. a beat. Um, and then he does this thing where he jumps between ranges really quickly. He'll jump. Drum, uh, drum. He'll jump down to like a real low note and jump real quick up to a high note. So it almost sounds like he's singing like a like multiple parts or instruments are, are happening kind of simultaneously because he'll jump between, uh, you know, high and low ranges real quickly, which is very hard to do. Um, but so he could kind of get away with just singing by himself and... Uh, Anyway, so he did that. He did one show, which became an album called Spontaneous Inventions. Is that right? Where he's like, I'm going to go do a show. This, I'm pretty sure this is after The Voice um, because he had prepared these songs to, to do. Um, but he went and he decided that he was going to do this, do a show where he didn't know what was going to happen. He, he wasn't going to prepare anything and he's basically going to go up i've and, done that but more on accident right he's going to go up and just make stuff up off the top of his head uh kind of situation um because you know as a jazz musician he's accustomed to um improvising and things like this mm -hmm. and so he did this this concert uh, again, which became an album where he just came up and he just made up stuff on the stage. There was a couple of instances where people came on to join him that he wasn't expecting them to be there. <laughs> and they like did a song together. Mm -hmm. So there's a uh, famous uh, jazz uh, saxophone player, Wayne Shorter came and started playing a... Um, it's a song called Walking. Oh, is that right? Um, pretty famous jazz tune. Um, mm -hmm. And Bobby didn't wasn't expecting it, but he knew the song so he could harmonize with him, and he just makes up his own part over the melody throughout the whole song. It's crazy. And then <laughs> it's crazy. I'm just, yeah. And, uh, and uh, one of the other things that happens was uh, Robin Williams came on, and they improvised the song. They just made up this weird song. Um, together on stage. So that mm -hmm. was something that happened as well on that. Anyway, so he does all this kind of crazy stuff. Um, 
and this is all in the 80s, and he's done a lot of things since then um, in the acapella world. Um, so check it out. But uh, the thing that I wanted to show, so when it popped up on my feed, the one thing I did show my student was one song that he created during Spontaneous Inventions, if I'm saying the name of that correctly, is a song called Drive. He just wrote it about driving a car fast. Um, but it's, mm -hmm. you know, it does his vocal kind of acrobatic thing. There's, um, recently since like 2012 or something, when he does this song, he does some, uh, horror, uh, what's it called? Uh, overtone singing where yes. he sings, I, yes, where he sings multiple notes at the right. same time. Um, and does it in a very interesting way. He sticks the microphone up to his neck and because mm -hmm. he can get the overtones in, in his neck. Um, which, and it's really cool. So that popped up, and I was like, you know what? We are watching this video. Uh, so <laughs> I made her listen, listen to that, and she was like, what? Anyways, mm -hmm. so there you go. You've been educated. Go check out Sir He's not he's not a knight. But go check out Bobby McFerrin. Um, Bobby McKnight? Well, I almost said Sir Bobby McFerrin, but he's not British oh, okay. and he's not a knight. So <clears throat> um, there you go. That's what I wanted to talk about today. Again, if we were together hanging out at a house or something, I'd play you some songs. I'd show you some videos. And you'd mm -hmm. be uh, that much more um, educated. But there you go. That was what I wanted to talk about new no. today. Yeah. Mostly new for maybe you guys. Maybe. Good old, yeah. Go listen to some other stuff by Bobby McFerrin. Like, I mean, it's interesting, again, that a lot of people are their most famous thing is not. Right. It's not really not. indicative to who they are and what yeah. they do. Um, mm hmm. You know, uh, a good example of this is the Beastie Boys. <laughs> mm -hmm. They're one of their most famous songs was a fight, fight for your right to party, right? Mm -hmm. Which they wrote as like a tongue-in-cheek kind of like people who do this are stupid. <laughs> that was right. and that's really the what the song is about, and it kind of became this persona for them that they're like, we're not these guys. We're like, we're not frat guys. We're like nerds. So, mm -hmm. anyways, um, yeah happens all the time it's very interesting yeah no it's it's i mean i bet uh, like yeah if you if you you could do a whole podcast if anybody's looking for an idea out there of <laughs> just like this is this person's most famous piece you know like leonardo right. da vinci like his most famous piece is the mona lisa which was done by commission to get a couple of bucks and right. they didn't even get paid for, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's one of the most, you know, popular things out there and everything. So it's, it's yeah. Very, very interesting there. Nice. Yeah. Um, what's new with so you, my man? My new is, um, it's something that struck me today. Um, uh, I was listening to something and they were talking about, um, they were talking about uh, World War II, and uh, they mentioned um, Pearl Harbor, and and or you know like um, basically uh, Japan 
in getting into World War II and all that kind of different stuff, right? Uh-huh. And I realized I was just going to ask you, um, do you know what happened on December 8th, 1941? December 8th? Yes. 1941? Mm-hmm. I can could, I could look it up real quick. Well, December 7th, 1941, was the Pearl day Harbor. that will live in infamy is Pearl Harbor, right? right? December 8th is commonly thought of here as the day that uh, the U.S. and uh, Britain declared war on Japan uh-huh. and, and jumped into, you know, and America jumped into World War II. But um, an interesting side note to that that I had no idea about is Pearl Harbor was literally just like the the tip of the iceberg when it comes to what all happened that day so okay uh, hit me you know we're we're not talking Ben Affleck and uh the what is that other guy's name thank goodness what is that other guy's name Josh was Josh Hartnett Josh yeah Josh Hartnett you know where you know whatever the tagline was like this is <laughs> this is all the other stuff going on there right so um you know uh pearl harbor happens in the early morning you know about uh almost like right before 8 a.m and stuff but what really happened on december 8th because you got to remember japan is basically a day ahead of especially Hawaii, right? Because the international dateline and stuff like that. Japan, that same day, that same morning, launched attacks on Singapore, Hong Kong, Malaysia, the Philippines, Guam, and uh, Wake Island and Midway. Holy cow. And I was just kind of trying to put them in order, but it's a little hard because the the time zones and stuff like that. But they're basically, they launched this like full-fledged attack. Like I had no idea. Like I always think like, oh yeah, like, you know, they weren't weren't doing anything. And then all of a sudden, boom, like they come and attack Pearl Harbor and now we're in it, you know, and now we're we're going for it. It's like, no, they went whole hog on this. And we're like, you know what? We are just taking everything. Oh, and Thailand, excuse me. Also Thailand. Okay. <laughs> like, so Thailand, Hong Kong, Singapore, Malaysia, the uh, the Philippines, um, the basically the East Indies, you know, the Dutch tra- Dutch trading company and all that kind of different stuff. Like, they they were going after everybody simultaneously, and I'm like, and a lot How of those, do- yeah, a lot of those south, mm-hmm. southern, southeastern, um, mm-hmm. uh, Asian countries at that point were still colonies, right? Obviously, Hong Kong was still yes. British territory. Malaysia was too. Yep, Malaysia was. Uh, Indonesia was Dutchish. Uh huh. Obviously, Guam. Um, was U.S. at that point still? Yeah, Guam, um, Midway and stuff Midway, uh, right. was us. Um, the Philippines originally was Spanish, but 
was um they were attacking US bases in in the Philippines in the Philippines and stuff like that okay. so even if they didn't attack Pearl Harbor like they're poking we would have jumped right. we would have jumped in <laughs> right it's just Pearl Harbor was the our most devastating because it was like a it wasn't a state at that point but it was you know like our most prominent military base where Midway also got bombarded and then got bombarded again and Guam and all this kind of different stuff. So we would have been like, uh, heck yeah, we are still in this. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's a new movie coming out for Midway. Um, and you know, they, they're talking about like one of the lines is like Pearl Harbor was the greatest, uh, military informational lapse or, you know, like, why didn't we know that this was coming or something like that? But at the same time, like, nobody saw any like they didn't see any of that coming you know like japan just went all out all over the place all at once um and that's you know by the time we got over there that's why they had such a stronghold in all those places is because we're like all exploded out in one day yeah we're caught we're caught with our pants down and they're already out there you know invading the philippines and invading malaysia and you know, uh, getting deep into their own territory by the time we, you know, got out there. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I think, yeah, that's worth looking into for sure is, you know, I, I've looked several different places and nobody has a distinct timeline on, on that. Like, really? You um, know, what happened like, first when, yeah, you got to think, this is like their D-Day kind of thing. You know what I right. mean? Where they're like, we got to strike these places at this time. In Some of them are at midnight. Some of them are at 4 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, it seems like, oh, well, Pearl Harbor was first because it's December 7th. It's like, no, they already attacked several places. And, you know, we didn't know about it. So, and they had to do it simultaneously because that's the thing is like, if we knew that Japan was just going as crazy, happened, right, we, we would have been like, all right, let's, let's tighten up here. Right. But you know, they got us before most people even woke up, um, out there and they little did we know. And little do most of us know now that they had already, you know, made a huge, um, approach on so many other places. So that was interesting to me. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, get get some get some history in you. Get some knowledge about yeah. the past. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Well. Well, yeah. So we are so glad that uh, you guys joined us today. Yeah. Thanks, y'alls. And um, we're recording this, as so this isn't one of those things that's just gonna, you know, you can listen to us over and over again and. Get our theme. That's stuck right. In your head if you want everything. to, you can get that song stuck in your head. Yeah. You can do it. See what happens. Are those the lyrics? <laughs> There's no <laughs> lyrics. That was a little scat <laughs> for you. Thanks. Thanks. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for joining us, and uh, we will catch you next week on the flippity flop. On the flippity flippity flop. All right. Bye. Thanks, guys.